0: Welcome to Living My Breathless Life Podcast. I'm your host, HPG. On season three of the podcast, we're diving into the helping profession. As a social worker for 20 years, turned life coach, I am so inspired by why people choose to help others as a career. I have found that almost always there's a catalytic event that leads people to help others. I most certainly had that experience in my journey. There are so many amazing and talented folks who make the helping profession shine so bright, and I have found a lot of them. You'll hear a variety of folks share what they do, why they do it, and the unique ways that they help. This season will mostly be guest interviews with some fascinating people and a few surprises for y'all along the way. So let's go. Go. episode 43, I had the pleasure of talking with Bill from Just Today Coaching. Bill has been sober for 13 years. He knows the ins and outs of AA and believes that there is not one absolute path to recovery. Bill talks about the services he provides and also shares a bit about his podcast, sober, not mature. Bill and I talk about group coaching services, a collaboration that I am very grateful to be a part of, and how it was born. I love our chat, and I think you will too. So Bill, I would love to hear a little bit about what you do and what led you to it.
1: There's a couple of things that I do, but on the coaching side of things, the name of the the organization that I started up was just for today, Coaching Services, and the way that I get into that, I've been around recovery and I've been sober for a little over 13 years. I got sober on April 18th of 2010. And during that time frame, I've worked in different industry sales and I was in the debt collection business for years. But I was introduced to a 12-step program at that time, and of course a big part of that 12-step program is helping other people. So throughout the years, I've, I've had the opportunity through that process, you know, obviously to work with people and help people, and I had it in my mind that it, it might be something I wanted to do, you know, as a, as a profession or on a different level, I guess is the best way to put it. So probably a couple of years ago. I started thinking about it, looking into it, and then my buddy Mike and I started a podcast about a year and a half ago. And with that, we joined Instagram, and i I started to to realize and see how huge the sober community is. I did start to see a lot of people that were doing, you know coaching, and it wasn't just sober coaching. It was life coaching in all these different areas. And uh, I was not real happy with the industry and the position that I was in as my as uh, I'll say my quote unquote normal job. So it, it got to a point where I was, you know, kind of planning towards it, started building things in the background. And then in June, um, I left my full-time job and was, you know, with the plan of focusing on the coaching business for a few months, plus also on the podcast. And we've got a, an e-commerce store, but mainly in the opportunity or given the opportunity to build this, the, the website and the coaching business and that sort of thing. So that's what I've been doing over the last few months. And, you know, quite honestly, it it is something that depending on on how things line up, I don't necessarily have to do it as a as a full time thing right away. I can do evenings, I can do weekends, I can do those sort of things, and you know, still work a full time job. But this this three month period has given me the the freedom and the opportunity to build up this process.
0: That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that, and congratulations on thirteen years.
1: I'm super proud. We were taught when we when we first got sober that you know, time matters. I, I get it. The one day at a time and we only have today and, and all those sort of things. I 100% not only understand that, but, you know, subscribe to that opinion. But I also realize that, you know, all these days that I put together, you know, it's, you know, it's pushing, you know, it's coming up on, on 5,000 days, which is a lot of days. And every one of those days, I still had to do the work. And guess it gets easier to an extent, but the only reason it's easier today than it was, you know, 13 years ago is because I've I've done that daily work for the last 13 years. So time matters and it's a lot of time. But then again, I've known people over the years that have, you know, 30 and 40 and the one guy 55 years or something like that that we that we used to go to meetings with. You know, so it, it's a long time, but I, I don't think I'm done yet. That's the that's the best way to put it.
0: I think the work is key and getting in community with others. And the work itself is not easy, but it is extremely worth it.
1: Yeah, And you mentioned a a good thing, the word community, and that's a a term that's used on on social media quite a bit. You know, the recovery community and um, just getting community in general. But we were taught that right off the bat that that we can't do this alone. And I'm I'm a firm believer of that. There's many different paths to sobriety. False set programs are not the only path. I understand that it's my path and I I still work that and and work those principles and live those principles to this day. But it is my 100% complete opinion that you have to have other people in your life. You have to have help. And if you think about it, when if somebody does a, and I'll say a normal type of therapy, you know, some sort of mental health work, they're not doing it on their own. You know, if somebody has a a medical condition, they're not doing it on their own. So alcoholism and drug abuse is kind of a combination of both of those. You've got a condition, but you also have a mental health issue. You know, so if you think about it that way, that's my point of saying that you can't do it alone. And on top of that, it makes it more fun. It makes it easier to be able to draw from other people and do things together as a team, you know, or even as a, as a small group. It, it's just a lot, it's a lot better way to work at this.
0: Definitely. I think for me, had I known that there were sober coaches, I think that would have been a bigger catalyst. Like I was lucky to have a group, two groups actually, but I was striving for like individual connection of someone who knew what it was like. I was privileged to have therapists, and that's great. But I think someone who knows, like on a lived experience level, is really helpful. So when you're doing your coaching with folks who are wanting to get sober or who are newly sober, what type of approach do you have?
1: My main, I guess, goal and, and mindset is, is to, to be able to be, I guess, a bit of a chameleon when it comes to individuals. And I think that's, that's huge. And I, I take it from the standpoint that if somebody chooses a path to recovery, they're going to be in a certain path, which is cool, you know. And once again, do those, do those things in the background. You know, you could be in a 12 step program. You could be in smart recovery. You could be in therapy. You can do all those different things and still have a coach. But from the coaching side of things, and I think one of the biggest differences is it doesn't have to be a rigid type of thing. It can be a living type of relationship. And what I mean by that is that you more than likely have a different path than I do. It may be the same, but a little bit different. So let's look at that. Also, let's look at what your goals are, what your aspirations are, what you specifically need help with. For instance, on a 12-step program, and some people say, What's why is why should I use a coach when I have a sponsor? Well, technically, a sponsor in a 12-step program is only there to, to walk a person through the steps. That's it. That's their, that's their job and their responsibility based on the, the guidance of that 12-step program. Now, a lot of times sponsors are friends. They'll help you out in different areas. They might guide you through life situations, but it's not their responsibility. You know, so that's what a coach could do. A coach can get a little bit more detailed with you on a life level. And, you know, actually dig into exactly what it is that you want, not necessarily just say, hey, here's the path that I followed, you should follow me type of thing. So to answer your question directly is, I try to talk to people and figure out right off the bat, we were talking about outlines before we had started. I want to make an outline with that individual and and figure out what do they want. If somebody is 12-step based, yes, we'll talk about steps. We can work through those things. If they're not 12-step based, I've got plenty of background and experience You know, of living sober for a number of years where I don't need to use the steps, but you know, in general, they're in my head and they're ingrained in me so I can use some of the principles that apply. Um, but again, the main point is I want to take almost like a piece of clay and I want to mold a program that fits that individual rather than having that individual fit into whatever my mindset of their path is.
0: I think that's wonderful. I didn't really understand. That a sponsor's goal or responsibility was to help a person with the steps. I'm glad you cleared that up. Thank you for sharing that.
1: Yeah, and it it is it's something that the Mike and I talk about on our on our podcast quite a bit. Is that you know, and both of us got sober in Cleveland, and Cleveland has really really solid recovery when it comes to twelve step programs. It's not watered down. It's not wishy washy, and it, any type of twelve-step program that is that way, I'm not saying anything about that. It's just not the way that we were, you know, taught or walked through. The people that taught us and showed us how to be sober and live sober were very structured. They were very old school. They were they were stern, but they were not mean. But they they certainly weren't you know coddling type of individuals. It's like okay, we had a sponsor, and this is the easiest way to explain it. That said, okay, so you go to the store and you buy a buy a box of cake mix, okay. If you look at that, you see this pretty beautiful picture of a nice cake, at least a piece of cake, on you know on the front of the package. If you want that cake to look that way, you're going to have to follow the directions. And if you follow those directions step by step and have some concept about okay, what does it mean to do this and mix these things together, um, then your your cake is going to look either exactly the same or pretty darn close, right? Um, but if you're like, yeah, whatever, I don't need an egg in there, or I can just you know throw half the amount of water. Not a huge fan of milk, so I'm not going to put any of that in there. What you're going to get at the end is something that resembles a cake, but it's probably not, <laughs> not. Not as fulfilling, let's say, as the as the cake should be. So I'm a visual person, and that example, when it was explained to us, just made things so clear to me. So that's, that's what the 12 steps are. That's what a step-by-step program is or a, a 12-step recovery program is. Those steps are there for a purpose. They're there for a reason. And if you want what this individual has and the type of life they have, you're going to do these steps in order. Where once again, as a from a coaching standpoint, once you have that background and that foundation in place, let's figure out what you want out of life. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you and help you how to live sober and navigate some of those things that you're gonna come across. And I say will come across, you know, as you, as you say sober and live sober.
0: That's a really, really good way to describe it.
1: Yeah, that's that sponsor of ours. And Mike and I shared a sponsor for a while. Not only a really nice guy, but had a had a knack of of breaking things down, you know. And in very very simplistic terms, which is something that even to this day I still need. I can complicate anything, you know. So I, I need things explained to me in in a simple way, and then I'll put them into place and, and put them in my life.
0: I think that's great. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Not a problem so you and I have collaborated with a group of people. Would you like to talk about that? Would you like to share anything about that?
1: yeah, absolutely and i I didn't bring that up in the in the beginning part of it because I figured it was something we would get to but so, kind of stepping back a little bit when I left my job and and started the the coaching side of things, and was building all of this. And, you know, I'm, I'm using Instagram and I'm using Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I um, completely opened up on, on social media. I wasn't, I was more anonymous, I guess, if you want to put it that way, when it came to my recovery up until this point, but for reasons, nothing I'm ashamed of, you know, but just from a work standpoint, I wasn't as open, you know, but, but now I am and it gave me more opportunities. So in, in doing that, and again, in, in trying to get all this information out and building all this stuff in the background, the the whole concept of of what I would, you know, kind of talk about not doing this alone, working together and that sort of thing came into my mind. And I'm like, if that mindset in that concept works for me as an individual for my own recovery, it will work or it should work in the coaching side of things too. So my thought pattern, vision, whatever you whatever you want to call it was. Having basically a one-stop shop uh, place, a website where people could go that are looking for coaching, okay whether it's recovery coaching or whether it's trauma coaching, we've collaborated with an individual that does divorce recovery coaching for women who have gone through divorces and, and shows them how to, how to continue to work their life. We're working with individuals that have like yourself have their backgrounds in, in social work. You know, we've got an individual that is a is a counselor. She deals with teens, adults and couples and alcohol comes up with that. Trauma could come up with that. So the point is, is that we now have this group of eight people, including myself and Heather, and we've designed a website and developed all this background stuff so far. So this this mindset and this vision, you know, that, you know, that we were talking about or I was talking about, you know, has kind of come together. So. We have eight people. Every single one of them, with the exception of, of one, is, is in recovery. The individual that does the, the couples counseling and that sort of thing and team counseling, she's actually my former sister-in-law. She's a really good individual, does good work, and she's the only one that is not in recovery. Everyone else is, you know, and everyone has their own little Little niche, you know? And what it, what it provides us, and hopefully, what can provide individuals, is that somebody's looking for a life coach, a sober coach, a recovery coach. Even if somebody doesn't know what they're looking for, there's a really good possibility that between these eight individuals, something's going to fit. We don't have everything for everybody. What we don't have at this point, for instance, we don't have like a performance coach or a job coach or anything like that. But I know of an individual that does that. You know, so if somebody asked me about it, it's an individual that we had on our podcast. You know, he does more high level sort of things like that. But, you know, if somebody needed, you know, job coaching, I I could probably refer them to somebody. So that's the point. And that's again, kind of the brief, I guess, explanation of of what we're doing with the collaboration. But it's been it's been super cool. And, you know, the the people, Heather and I met, that's how how we met, you know, was was through that through that process of trying to build that.
0: Yeah, I'm really glad to be a part of the collaboration. And I think it's cool for many reasons. Like you said, there's a hub of people with a variety of backgrounds and expertise. And just so folks who are listening, let us know where they can find our collaboration. Okay. The
1: the name of the, the collaboration is, is pretty simple. It's Coaching Services Group. And that's our Instagram title or our instagram handle and also our website is coachingservicesgroup.com if you go to the website that's going to have a link to each one of our individual you know bios and also our individual websites our instagram page is basically i'll, I'll call it a placeholder it's not it doesn't really have a lot of information but we did that on purpose the reason that we'd even started the the instagram page was simply because most of us i think if with the exception of one in the group is very active on instagram so it gives us an opportunity to you know tag the coaching page and then people can pop from that right into the website but the the website itself once again is coachingservicesgroup.com and from there you're going to see right on the home page every single one of us click into our bios you can read a little bit about um, what each individual does but then also, I I highly recommend uh, that people take a minute. If if an individual seems interesting based on their on their background, click in. You know, visit their website. If you have any questions, if you don't see what you're looking for, you can you know send an email to any one of us. We'll respond. Or there's a contact uh, contact section at the bottom of the website. That goes to a general email that at the moment, you know, I'm I'm the one that's gonna man that email. But if you're if you're looking for a particular type of coach or have a particular type of issue, throw it out there to us and let us take a look. And one way or the other, if if somebody within that group is not able to help or can't specifically identify with what you're dealing with, will find somebody. And I'm and i I'm gonna talk about from a business standpoint, but I mean, granted, yeah, it is. But I mean, from a knowledge standpoint and from an opportunity standpoint for an individual. So you've got this individual that walks in, into this website, they've got all these choices. And then within each one of those choices, think about the number of people that, that you know, Heather, and that I know, and that all of our other you know, collaborators know, Somebody has to know somebody that can help that individual, and that's our point. But we feel that, again, strength in numbers, strength in numbers to help as many people as possible. I did a couple of different things when when I was looking at trying to, trying to bring people together with this. Michelle, one of the individuals that's involved, she and I talked about a year ago when I was kind of like pre-planning this type of stuff. So she and I had talked and then when, when things started to come into place, we had a, a deeper conversation. My former sister-in-law, she and I had talked probably six months ago, eight months ago, randomly, you know, and we were at a, at a family event, my grandson's birthday party, I think, and started talking about some stuff and I'm like, this is what I'm planning and she's like, reach out to me, I want to know more. And then I went on LinkedIn, I went on Instagram and I just said, this is what we're doing, we're trying to do this stuff. Heather, you're the only person that actually responded to uh, the Instagram posting that I did. I posted it quite a bit, you know, that, hey, we're collaborating, let's talk. And then I reached out to, gosh, on LinkedIn, 15, 20 people, maybe. Two people responded to that, Leah, the the one that it does with the divorce recovery, and then Denise who has not only a a therapy background, but also has a coaching business, you know, so uh, it it was interesting. And then one other gentleman, Travis, he was a guest on our podcast about a year ago. But what kind of blew my mind and my point with bringing that up is that I, I didn't get a lot of responses, which was weird. Even people, they were just kind of mildly interested to be like, what is this over here? And maybe people are cautious, or maybe people are more competitive in this type of thing. There's There's so many people out there that are doing coaches. It's like podcasting. (laughs) Everyone has a podcast, right? Um, First time we had somebody on our podcast or approached us that wanted to be on our podcast that did their own, my thought was, why would they want to be on another podcast? And then it clicked. Same concept. This person's over here. We're over here. We talk about whatever, and then we both get that exposure. Same thing here. You know, you and I—it's not really exposure from the podcast standpoint, but we have an opportunity to to bring about awareness and talk about things. You know, so why not work together? Is my point. So
0: yeah, I think that's a great, a lot of great points. I think the collaboration for me comes from you know twenty-something years of helping people, and it's similar to like community and sobriety in some way. You can't do it alone. Only you can do it. Meaning, when I was helping folks in the social work capacity, I knew right away if like, I don't know that I can help this person. But what I can do is find someone who can. And that has been instrumental in my former client's success, if you will. And my own success is like, you know, the more people you know, the more people you can help. Because I'm really good at complex family dynamics. But what I'm not good at is teenagers. So, knowing the people who are good with teenagers, or like in your business, just for today coaching, like I know your strengths, so I can say, Here you go. And I think it takes some humility to be able to say that, especially in the helping field, because people tend to think they can do it all. They have a good bit of savior complex. And after many years of helping people through social work, that's just a fast track to burnout. And it can be tricky when you're helping folks if it's not your area or you know like, hey, this is something that either triggers me or I'm not very skilled at, can get sticky. So I think that's a further reason to collaborate. But I say that to say, I think that comes from years of calling anybody who would answer the phone to help folks and just trying my hardest to find folks who could help in a way that I knew I couldn't or wasn't skilled in the area in which they needed help. So I'm glad we're collaborating.
1: Yeah, and you know, the the other thing too is that, and I guess I'll, I'll just speak for myself, but I, I've met a lot of people over the years that are, of course, alcoholics and drug addicts. We tend to be very strong-willed people. We tend to be, if nothing else, uh, a little egotistical, you know? And we were very confident people, you know, and all of those things, here's the cool part is that in our act of addiction, those were the things that, that, that brought us down, you know, because we felt we could do everything. We're egotistical. We had all these different things and we're confident, you know, so we weren't seeing what the real problem was, but once we get sober, we can take all those things, bring the ego down. Don't get me wrong. And I still, that's one of my, as they say, character defects. I tend to be a bit of an egotist, but. I can use if I turn ego into confidence. It's a it's a strong tool for me, you know. And I'm not afraid to talk to people. I'm not afraid to reach out to people. And I can use that confidence. That my mindset sometimes is well, okay. So I'm not just going to do anything, you know. I'm not just going to jump out in front of traffic and figure "Ah, I probably won't get hit. You know, I'm mindful of those things, but I'm also willing to take. Risks that I wasn't willing to do, you know, years ago because I had that confidence. So when I first talked to to Michelle, when we were when we were kind of she and I were the first ones that had talked on this, and then she had a couple of people that she was thinking about referring, and I said, okay, you know, I said, do you want to get together on a meeting? And she's like, she's like, oh, you can go ahead and do that because I don't mind doing these things. I don't mind doing the face to face. That's my background, you know. Whereas if if somebody really needed more of the detailed things, we're going to, we're in the process of putting together a couple of webinars that are going to be free and available um, for everyone, you know, to take a look at. And one of them is, is we're going to get somebody who knows what they're talking about, an expert in to talk to us about the medical side, you know, of treatment. I know nothing about the medicine side of it. Nothing. You know, I'm a, I'm a grassroots, you know, just come from the you know from the wherever you know type of type of alcoholic that learned you know how to live sober and it gets over and live sober you know through these you know through these programs. But I never used any medication except the detox when it was necessary when they when they used it. But beyond that, I don't understand you know all the medicine side of things. So Sonia, one of the people that we're collaborating with, knows somebody who knows some stuff you know, and then even setting up the the webinars that we're going to do. Sonia is the one that's that's taking a lead on all of that stuff. I know I could do it, but I not that I don't want to, but it's not my strong suit to try to organize all these things. She's in the process of trying to organize schedules for eight different people. It's not easy, but then she's going to moderate one and then have the gentleman come in for the other one. So again, when you take all these different things, these even at this point, these eight different brains that we have, these eight different individuals with all the different backgrounds. Now, again, not just from the recovery side or the coaching side or the therapy side, but what have we done as individuals? You know, what from a a background or a business side of things can we all bring together? And what a great opportunity, because again, now you, again, you take years of experience, you know, and, and put that all together. And once again, I, and you made this this clear before, and I agree with you, is that it's not competitive. You know, we're all out here looking for each other. What can we do to help everyone in this group, to then help other people, and then everyone succeeds? You know, so it's a, just a really, really cool setup. I'm, I'm super excited to see how all this stuff grows, even if it's passively. You know, we don't have to get out there and, and do, you know, big things in a, in a super short period of time. It could happen slow, it's still growth. You know, and I I learned that recovery also.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for having that thought and for creating the collaboration. I'm really honored to be a part. So in terms of just for today coaching and what you're doing, let us know where people can find you and how they can reach out to you. Well
1: on, on Instagram I've got a Instagram page which is just for today coaching and that that's my Instagram page I also have a website which is just for todaycs.com and you know that that website can be clicked through from my Instagram page also I'm active on that on that web page or I'm sorry on the, my Instagram page but the other thing too is that you know through the the collaboration you know the coachingservicesgroup dot com. You can get a hold of me and Heather and all the other individuals that are involved, and that will go to again. That'll go to our webpages. The website has more content, which is I think the way it's supposed to be.
0: Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Bill.
1: You're welcome. And and like I said, the, the biggest thing that I that that I want to leave everyone with is that even if you have a question, you know about where you are in your life and you think you might need some help, regardless of what that help might be, please take a look at our, at our, our collaboration website, which again is coachingservicesgroup.com. Take a look at what each one of, one of, each one of us does and see if there might be something that we might be able to help you with. Or worst case scenario, shoot us an email. There's a, again that contact page on the website. If you have a question, we can, we can at least point you in the right direction. Don't be hesitant to ask, and you're not necessarily committing yourself to anything, but at least commit to asking a question and trying to get some direction.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Living My Breastless Life. Head over to Instagram and follow According to HPG to stay connected to the show. Go get your mammograms.